commercial real estate challenges? For 160 years, companies around the world have trusted Savills for expert guidance and perfect workspace solutions. See what Savills can do for you at Savills.us. From the kids to Aunt Sue, keep your whole family connected on all their devices with crowd-pleasing gig-speed internet from Xfinity. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit today. Restrictions apply. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. My mom would be at all my sporting events. Let's say I was playing football, okay? My mother would be on the sidelines, and if the play on the field started going one way, my mother would run along like, Mike, get him, get him! I'd be like, oh my gosh. I'd get in the huddle with the other guys, they go, Mark, is that your mother? I go, no, I never saw her before in my life. <laughs> the greatest gift my mother ever gave me, she believed in me. I have overdosed on drugs on three occasions where I should have been dead. But I believe I was kept here for a reason. You show me your friends, I will show you your future. How do I know this? I hung out with losers and I became the biggest loser of them all because I gave up everything I dreamt about as a little boy because of who I chose to surround myself with. My friends would drive me home at two, three, four in the morning. We'd be drunk and high, laughing in the car. We pull up in front of my house in New York, they go, Mark, Mark, the light's on. I go, oh man, my mother's up. See, my mom wouldn't go to bed until she knew her son was still alive. I'd walk in, she'd say, hi Mark, how was your night? I go, it was good mom, I'm just gonna go to bed. She goes, can I, can I talk to you for a minute? I go, mom, I'm tired, I'm just gonna go to bed. She goes, Mark, I haven't seen you all day and all night. Can I please talk to you? I said, man, just leave me alone, you bug me. I'd slam my bedroom door on the one person who believed in me. I was on a worldwide tour when we were wrestling overseas in Japan. After my wrestling match, I went upstairs in my hotel room and I fell asleep. There was a knock at my door at three o'clock in the morning. I got out of bed and I looked through the safety window and I could see it was a Japanese promoter. So I opened the door and he said, Mark, you need to call home. There's been an emergency. I went and got on the hotel room phone. I called back to the United States and said, hey, what's going on? I said, Mark, I don't know how to tell you this. I said, just tell me what happened. All of a sudden, started crying. They go, Mark, I can't tell you. I said, just say it. They said, Mark, your mother died. I just threw the phone down. I ran out of my hotel room. I took the elevator to the lobby. And when the doors opened up, I just ran out into the street. I mean, there was no cars, there was no people. It's three o'clock in the morning. And I walked down the middle of a street in Hiroshima, Japan. And I remember looking up and just saying, Mom, I am so sorry. I flew home for her funeral and I was so nervous to walk up to her casket. So I just stood way in the back. And I kept looking from a distance. I kept thinking to myself, Mom, 
this way, God. Please get up. And then I finally got the nerve to walk up to her. And as I got closer, I could see my mom for the first time. I mean, she was so beautiful. She, she was dressed in white. I mean, she looked like an angel. And I just stood over and I said, Mom, you are my hero. Everything I am, everything I hope to be was because of you. You loved me so much. You gave me a life. You're the only one that ever believed in me. How did I repay her? By getting drunk, by getting high, by getting stupid, by hanging out with losers? For what? All she ever wanted to do was talk to me. I wish I could talk to you now, Mom. I wish you could see what I'm doing. Why couldn't I have been a better son? We are defined by our choices. But if you surround yourself with people involved in drugs and alcohol and pills, it's a dead end. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm here to tell you I lived that life. It leads to broken hearts, broken relationships, broken dreams, and death. For what? To get high? If you have a mother or a father, when you go home, tell them how much you love them. See, my whole life was about being rich and famous. I had to be a millionaire. I had to win the race. I had to win the race to expense my marriage, my family, my friends for what? To be all alone in the world? I learned what is truly important, and that is how precious this gift of life is and our families and how quickly it can be taken away. See, I no longer live in time. I live in moments. See, it's not what's in your pocket that matters. It's what's in your heart that truly matters. Love, love is just a word until somebody comes along and gives it meaning. You, you're the meaning. Welcome to Inspired with Christopher. Join us on our journey together through all of life's triumphs and tribulations. Prepare for an open, honest, and inspiring look at all the questions you may have about your journey through life. Now I present to you, your host for this journey, ladies and gentlemen, Christopher Martin. Yo, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, whether you're driving a Pinto or driving a Mercedes, I'm too hot to handle, I'm too cold to hold, but I must admit, I'm too legit to quit. And with that said, welcome to a special edition of Inspired with Christopher. That's right. We're going to be wired. We're going to be inspired tonight, and we're going to laugh, and we're going to have some fun. And you know, guys, that one of my goals is to not only 
through my good stories, through my bad stories, through my trials, through my tribulations for me, like to bring you guys closer to reaching your fullest potential in life. But I love to bring people on that that help me bring that spark in my life, that help bring that uh, motivation in my life, whether, whether it's through great storytelling, whether it's through their personal experiences or hell, something as simple as speaking about wrestling or making someone laugh. Straight up, there's so many ways that God can use people to bring them up. So like straight up, someone that I've always wanted like to bring on here, since I started was he is an extremely cool guy a fantastic voice and he is the host of the extremely funny very 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 well versed very funny very great show oh shit hold on very good show called Front Row Material the host featuring Mikey Whipwreck and Jerry Lynn ladies and gentlemen we're gonna welcome Mr. Mike Freeland so Mike brother how are you doing tonight oh man I tell you what I'm, I'm doing great that's one hell of an intro I, I don't know what to do at this point good night everybody thanks for coming <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And now, like, the one thing, brother, that, like, we all have in common is, like, the love for pro wrestling. Now, like, we all have, like, that story of what brings us to, like, the dance with us being hooked. For you, what was that moment? Who was that wrestler? And what was that show, like, that got you hooked saying, wow, this is something that that that, that I'm going to carry with me for, like, the rest of my life? Oh, wow. That's a great question. So, I mean, if I had to go back and think about that, my very first memory of wrestling had to have been the build up to WrestleMania six and, okay. you know, the warrior and Hogan, that was a big thing for me back then. I was in, in team Hogan big time. And, uh, I just remember, you know, watching week after week as that thing continued to progress. And it seemed like it was too Marvel superheroes that were going to go at it and it was just larger than life so yeah if i had to say one moment it was definitely that in their match in toronto definitely got me hooked excellent excellent now um when it comes to um whatever like it comes to like uh like the warrior and hogan what were like the things like that really really caught your eye i mean was it was it was it like their promos was it their matches was it like their looks what was it like that caught you on them well i think when it came to those two guys they were such you know just larger than life personalities i mean you had hogan who for all intents and purposes was was on the level of a mickey mouse when i was growing up and i mean it was somebody yeah. that you could look up to so that was kind of like a my cult hero and then when the ultimate warrior came around it was kind of on that same level i wasn't big into his camp but i i liked what he stood for as well so i guess they were just they were just you know huge and it was just hard to ignore their personalities and how exciting it was with their outfits and their colors and the promos and the the whole Ultimate Warrior, I'm going to fly the plane and I'm going to take the cockpit, nosedive. Yeah, that was literally, I remember watching that. It was on TV and I thought, wait, wait a minute. You're going to take his plane? Like, why? No, I was going to start crying. I was like, "This no, don't take his plane. 
So anyway, it was it was good. I, I really, really liked it. When okay, when was the first time that you f- figured out like that wrestling was a work? Um, I believe it was ooh, when was that? I want to say probably around. Oof. Wow, that's a good question. 92, I want to say. And it was kind of a letdown, I'll be honest with you. But then I started to figure it out a little bit more and and understand that if these guys were basically beating the hell out of each other, they can't do it night after night, town after town, and, and still be able to perform. So there had to be some element of theatrics. And, and once I figured that out, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it still. It, it took a little away, but you know what? I still loved it. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, like for me personally, it was, uh, the, like the first moment that it scared like the living crap out of me. That's whenever my dad told me that that's not real. And like that moment was whenever Jake, the snake Roberts had macho man tied up in the ropes and he had Damien biting him. And wait, 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 was it Damien or yeah, he, was it? He had, a, he had a Cobra that um, was devenomized and um, he ended up tying him up in the ropes, kind of like the Andre spot. And he had him biting his, his forearm. And that was pretty, that's pretty wild because at that time, I believe it was that same episode uh, on TV where Jake actually was uh, slapping Elizabeth around and, and I was like, Oh my God, like, <laughs> yeah. that, that that's so would not go over nowadays. But, but yeah, that was intense. Oh yeah. And like my, which, which that I was a big macho man fan and which that I literally started crying and like my dad, he had like to come in like the bedroom saying, son, son, it's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic. Available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Security threats are everywhere. But with Xfinity XFi, you're notified of threats to your in-home Wi-Fi network, so all your connected devices are protected. That's simple, easy, awesome. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit today. Restrictions apply. That it's not real. Relax. And which I said, look at him. He's crying. He's bleeding. I mean, come on. That is not right. Someone needs to get in there and help him. And my father kept saying, son, this is a part of the show, <laughs> believe me. And like that right there, you know, like you're saying, I mean, you like with some people that would take some of like the love away from it. But like for me, it made me more fascinated with it. And like the cool part about it is like for me um, is that my cousin uh, was a pro wrestler. Uh, so like, oh, um, Ah, crap. Um, the wrestler by the n- n- name of Test, uh, he he was my first cousin. And like gro- 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 growing up, speaking with him, speaking with, I cannot talk tonight, speaking with 
a- Andrew, uh, that really, really, I mean, that got me more right into it. Like with, okay, what this business is, uh, basically he showed me the, uh, it's kind of like the wizard of Oz. It's kind of like, you see like the puppeteer, you see like the master behind like the curtain on how like the show is ran, but like that made me more fascinated with it. But no, man, um, doing some research, like on you, um, something that I, uh, found was you, you were doing shows before front row material with, uh, was it Dave Penzer? I believe. Yes, it was Dave Penzer, the ring announcer, the voice of Monday Nitro um, from the very first episode to the very end. Um, He and I end up connecting uh, through the wrestling business and we started talking and I pitched him an idea for a show. I said, Dave, I said, you've been a ring announcer. I said, you've seen a lot of things. You've talked to a lot of people. You've been right there. I said, how about we do a show? And we started collaborating after a while and we ended up uh, joining with Radio Influence, which is a great, great promotion. And I was with Mm -hmm. him for about a year. And then Dave decided to kind of change the format up a little bit instead of going kind of a co-host thing. He wanted to go solo interview, which totally cool. And uh, Dave's been knocking it out of the park and got a good relationship with Dave. And he's a good dude. And I'm really happy for the success of his show. Okay. Now, um, what, uh, we, we, we know like with podcasting, that is one of like your passions, but, uh, right outside of like podcasting, what do you do for like a living? I mean, uh, how do you put food on the table for your family with the, without the podcasting being there? Uh, I teach, um, I have taught preschool for, Many, many, many years. And it's so weird because when I tell people that when they hear your personality on the show, they think that there's no way he works with small children. But I do. I do. And uh, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I worked uh, a couple different schools and now I'm actually in graduate school. I'm going to be working with uh, middle school and high school kids teaching chemistry, biology, physics, that kind of thing. So I'm jumping from the super young ones to the uh, what they call the rebellious teenage years. So it'll be like the attitude era. So I'm just trying to prepare myself for that. But, uh, but yeah, but teaching has been a big part of my life. Okay. I mean, like with me, brother, uh, just to give you like a heads up because that I have a 12 year old, he just hit puberty. It's not a cakewalk. Plus on top of that, um, um, one of like my main passions is youth ministry. So like with me being like a youth pastor, uh, like the main groups that I deal with is middle and high schoolers. So you're going to be in for a fun little ride. I mean, and like, the thing is, is that yes, they are difficult, but they are kind of like the, uh, like the proverbial onion. You have to like to peel back the layers so you can get to like the core of them. But once you do, it's so rewarding. And like, it's just, I mean, you're going to be in for like a wild ride, man. I'm telling you, but it's going to be so, so worth it. But like the one thing that I've noticed, like with, especially like with teenagers is that you have to let, um, certain things go in one ear and go out the other because you would just love like the slap the living crap out of them. But you think to yourself, you know what? Going to jail ain't going to be too fun right now. So I'm just saying, man, it's 
they are frustrating sometimes, but they are so unbelievably worth it. <laughs> they are. So um, now um, from hearing on your show, uh, which I could be wrong. Do you have kids like with you and your wife? I do not. We recently, we got married in uh, 2017. So okay. we are still in that just us phase. But uh, I think probably in the next 24 months, we'll be, we'll be going down that road. But until I finish graduate school, I think I want to, I want to knock that out first. Nice. Nice. Okay. So, um, how, uh, what's the story of you meeting like your wife? I mean, what did you do? Like walk to like a coffee shop and did she like, knock you right right out of your socks and you're thinking yourself holy crap that is the one for me or how did you fall in love i mean like let me know well so the story as it goes is i was actually on a date with her then best friend (laughs) and uh yeah unbeknownst to me nice girl and uh (laughs) it, it just didn't quite gel and uh, she ended up telling me at the end of the night, she said, you know, I got a, I got a friend. And I thought, oh, heard this one before. Got a friend. <laughs> OK, you could just easily say, no, thank you. It's been a good time. So anyway, she was like, do you, do you mind if I give your information out? I said, no, not at all. Knock yourself out. So she did. Yeah. And uh, not thinking anything of it, I ended up getting a phone call about uh, about a week later from said friend and set some time up to go get uh, together and meet. It was funny because we had gone out on one date and it was in December and Mm -hmm. I ended up getting a phone call, a second phone call from her. And she said, uh, Hey, she goes, I'd like to go out again, but I'm really busy right now. And I thought, okay, all right, here we go. Here (laughs) we go. I'm kind of busy. So I'm washing my hair. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. I got to go walk the dog. I got to take a shower. I got, I got a lot of important <laughs> things to do. So I just kind of took that as whatever. So I hounded her a few more times. She was still busy. And then on new year's Eve, I ended up getting a phone call and she said, Hey, would you want to come out to my parents' place? And I said, sure. And her parents' place was over an hour away. And so I went out there and uh, met her family and met her, her other friends. And it was a good time. And, and that's basically where it uh, it kind of got sealed right there. So Nice. Nice. So um, now who said I-, I-, I love you first? Was it you or her? Oh, wow. I'm trying to think here. I want to say... I want to say it was me. I want to okay. say it was me. And and it was it was interesting because I just did it not even thinking. I was we, just having a conversation and there was no nerves about it. It wasn't like, oh, am I going to do it today? Am I not going to say this? Or if it gets said to me, am I going to reciprocate? It just there it was. And okay. it was received so well that it was is perfect. Nice. Now, um how long were you both together before you got married? If you don't mind, if you don't mind me asking, right? No, not at all. Um, okay. We met in 2012, and then got married in 17. So, uh, five years we were together prior to that. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. 
No, she got uh, – she was from uh, Kentucky, so she ended up getting in a, an apartment closer to Cincinnati, and it made the commute much, much easier between the two of us. And once the distance kind of got closed a little bit, it, it made getting together much more convenient. So, Okay. Well, speaking of Cincinnati, are, are you like a Reds fan or a Bengals fan? What's your sports teams? Oh, wow. I would, <laughs> I'd love to say that I like my, my hometown teams. I, I, I come from a family who's big with the Cincinnati Reds, big, big Reds team, big, okay. big Reds fans. Um, me personally, I like them. I mean, I'm not a, a diehard fan. I don't watch them all the time. I'm not a Bengals person. Um, <laughs> I'm a New York Jets fan. And uh, let me I'm tell sorry. you, it's, I know it's tough. <laughs> What did you think about the game last night? Oh, God. It's so funny because I was coming back from campus and, you know, we were already down our our starting quarterback, Sam Darnold, who had mononucleosis, which I've never heard of an NFL quarterback having mono. But he had mono. Our backup gets in there, hurts his ankle. We have a third stringer in there who looks like he was just nervous as all get out. So a lot of injuries have been piling up. Um, It's difficult. It's difficult being a New York fan, but I'm cautiously optimistic that we'll get through these injuries and it'll still be a fun season. So very nice. Well, my team is the Baltimore Ravens. So like we're doing all right so far this year. Yes. Um, Cause um, which that I live in Myrtle beach right now, but I used to live in Baltimore, Maryland. So like, uh, we moved there back in 1995 and like, um, so basically me and my brother, we can literally say that we've been fans since the beginning, uh, of like the Ravens. Now don't get me wrong. There's fans in Cleveland. Like they're pissed off at us because we pretty much took their team <laughs> and we pretty much have two super bowls that could have been theirs, but Hey, we'll take it. So it is what it is, my friend. Oh yeah. That, and that, and that, and that I love like the Baltimore Orioles too. Uh, the two biggest memories growing up for me when it, when it comes to sports is when my dad brought me to the Cal Ripken Lou Lou Gehrig record breaking game back in 1985. Holy cow. Uh, that and I witnessed Eddie Murray hit like his fifth hundred home run live. So I mean, those are two huge moments for me. Plus, we were at the last ever Ravens game at Memorial Stadium, and we were at the first ever game at the brand new Ravens Stadium um, back in two thousand. Wait, yeah, yeah, it's back in two thousand, I believe. So yeah, uh, just. My childhood, it was consistent of my dad uh, driving home from work saying, hey, were you good like with your mom today? Was your homework done? And then if we say yes, and like my mom was cool with it, we would go down to sports games and go watch baseball and go watch football and all that. So. One of like that was one of the perks of being of of like my dad's company being season ticket holders. So we're fortunate in that aspect. But um, but like the trade off with that was that my father worked so much that I hardly ever got to see him. So right. I mean, 
that made those moments that much more special whenever we went to those games. So like with you growing up, um, whenever, whenever that, that it comes like to your mom and dad, what were those special things that you guys did that meant so much to you? Wow. Um, my dad was a big time golfer, so he got me into golfing and I actually subbed in his golf league pretty early on. I was playing when I was 12. So oh, wow. I did a lot of golfing with him. My parents loved to go camping and they loved to, you know, kind of be outdoorsy type of people. So we did a lot of camping growing up, a lot of fishing, stuff like that. So those were activities that we really enjoyed. And, uh, okay. it was, it was fun. We did a lot of things together as a family and we always made sure we had time for each other. And, and that was a big thing. My, my dad too worked some pretty long hours, but we, we tried the best we could. And, and it's hard sometimes when, when your parents are working, but, um, we didn't get to do a whole lot of sporting events, but we did do, like, I was always involved in baseball. I was always, uh, involved in soccer and football and basketball and roller hockey. So they were always there supporting whatever I was interested in doing. Very nice. Very nice. Now, um, when it comes to like the modern technology, um, in my view, the modern family is being torn apart by things like cell phones, things like tablets, things like youtube and crap like that and don't and don't get me wrong yes it serves a great purpose but whenever you would rather have your children whenever like the children like would rather go inside their bedroom in and they would rather eat dinner while watching youtube and not paying no attention to the mom and dad that drives me crazy like with this era and this time and day and like for me Something that I make sure to do is um, Sundays, since since normally my fa- um, my job gives me Sundays off. We make sure with like my wife, my daughter, and my son, we always have like that Sunday dinner because, like you're saying, it's so so critical for that time uh, because like we're parents we're working more than ever now i mean so like we hardly get time for for like being for being able like to sit down so i mean like the weekends those are extremely valuable to me and so i mean like you speaking about that that just reminds me of it man and it's just and um and and like my wife growing up she loved going camping too and uh she's from a a a a, a town called hickory north carolina which was up near um like which was up near like the blue ridge mountains so her and her family they would go camping all the time so i mean like for me with us living down in myrtle beach we don't quite have that many places to go camping but it would be nice for like a nice mountainous area it would it would but no man um when it comes to uh we're going to go back around real quick here uh when it comes to your show front row material which is on the um 
MLW Network for my listeners, by the way. It's a fantastic show. How in the world did you and you, Jerry and Mikey, get the show put on the ground? And 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 how? Okay, okay. How did you guys meet first off, and just go from there, and just let 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 me know like the process of how it all worked out. Absolutely. So. I, like I said before, uh, had been doing a show with, with Dave Penzer and we had done that. And when I kind of broke off from sitting ringside, I ended up being asked to do a show in the UK and it was based upon a magazine and it was a magazine show. So when the subscription, when the, the monthly issue of the magazine would come out, what I would do was I would do the uh, the follow-up show. So we would kind of talk about what were the articles in the magazine. We would bring on the different um, wrestlers. I would talk to them. I would say, well, if you want to hear the whole uh, interview, you know, go ahead and check out this month's issue of the magazine, blah, blah, blah. So I started doing that. And that was, that was challenging because I was on my own. I, the first time I was doing a show kind of solo. And then I started getting the, the writers who were writing the articles, they would come on as contributors. And we started doing that. So I ended up getting a text message one day from the head of the magazine. He said, I want you to be in charge of interviewing all the wrestlers in North America. Oh, hell yeah. I said, great. Sure. So he said, uh, I'm going to throw Jerry Lynn your way. And I said, Oh my gosh. He said, uh, he goes, yeah, reach out to Bill after. And uh, I think Bill's got his contact information. You, you've talked to Bill before, haven't you? I said, yeah, I've talked to Bill. So I reach out to Bill. Bill's not there, but Bill's wife is there. And I'm getting, I'm talking to her. And I said, hey, I said, I'm supposed to reach out to Bill to get the contact information for, for Jerry Lynn. Going to do an interview for the magazine. So she talks to Bill. They get the contact information to me. I do about an hour interview with Jerry. It was so super fun. Uh, Jerry's one of those guys who he's like your neighbor. I mean, you you do not you don't realize how down to earth somebody is and how just genuinely kind someone is until you talk to a Jerry Lynn. And I know we kind of joke about it on the mm-hmm. show about how just nice Jerry is, but no, it's, it's, it's the God's honest truth. I mean, if you meet somebody in wrestling nicer than Jerry Lynn, um, I I'm going to buy you dinner because it's hard to find people that are that kind. So did the interview with Jerry. And one of my final questions was, I said, you know, I've been doing this podcast thing for a while now. I said, why don't you do an ECW podcast and tell your stories? He says, Oh, I don't know. I said, uh, he said, I don't know if I would, uh, would just want to do it myself. I said, well, if you could do a podcast with somebody, who would you want to do it with? He goes, man, I would do one in a heartbeat with Mikey Whipwreck. He goes, we <laughs> were like we were like best buddies in ECW. I said, okay. So I had already talked to Mikey before. And I said, hey, I said, just interviewed Jerry Lynn. And he said he would, uh, would do a podcast if you were up for it. And he said, really? So the three of us got on a three-way call and we started talking and we kind of came up with the idea of doing an ECW show, which there really weren't a whole lot. Raven has a show. Tommy Dreamer recently came out with a show. Um, so we would kind of be one of the one of the more preeminent ECW shows. So we agreed on it. We agreed to launch on Halloween, which our one-year anniversary is coming up. 
and the rest is is kind of history. We uh, kind of gelled from from the get go, and it's just been one of those relationships that just kind of kept building on itself. And now we talk multiple times during the week with each other. Uh, Jerry fills me in on what's going on in wrestling behind the scenes to kind of educate me a little bit more. And it's, it's good. It's a great relationship. It's a fun show. And we ended up reaching out to court Bauer and, uh, court wanted to bring us on MLW. And I said, sure. So we went ahead and put our names on the dotted line and, and here we are. Very nice. Now, when it comes to like the weekly topics, how do you guys come up with it? I'm just curious to know. Like the think tank process, how does that work? I think you're giving us way too much credit, uh, Christopher, because uh, there, there, there's there's uh, do you listen to the show? Is this on? Yes. Yes. Hello. Yes, hello. Yes. Oh, my God. So when it comes to all kidding aside, how we come up with our topics. So it's usually a ridiculous juvenile instant message session between the three of us. Like we have our own three way chat going. Yeah. God, that, that sounds so weird. But anyway, <laughs> we uh, we do. And we start throwing just different things out there. What do you want to talk about? What do you not want to talk about? What do you want to go into? And the beauty of Mikey and Jerry is they give me complete control. What I want to talk about, what I want to bring up, what questions I want to go into. They're very much an open book. And I like that about that. So, for example... A lot of people say, well, how much time goes into preparing for a show? For example, if we're going to do a a timeline, which is like a Chris Candido episode, or if we're going to do a Balls Mahoney episode, what I'll end up doing is I'll tell the guys ahead of time, you know, hey, we want to do this, or I want to talk about this. I'll do the research. I'll get all the notes together. And basically, they just fill in the gaps with their memories and their stories and it just kind of augments my timeline that I go down. So really, I have complete control. Like last, uh, that well, tomorrow's episode, I think you're gonna you're gonna really get a kick out of. So, um, <laughs> gosh, we, we we almost record a week in advance. So it's it's yeah. so funny because you know you record these things and they could be a three or four hour show, and we cut it down to about an hour. Yeah. So it's uh, really it's, a lot. it's cut down oh, yeah. that much. I didn't know that. Oh, hey, listen, you you know by listening how way off topic we can get sometimes. Oh my I god, we, yes. We with were talking with a with a butthole tattoos with a with a with the Ric Flair baby arms with like the baby she, with the cheeky baby talk. I mean, yes, yes, believe me, I know. They they also get the giggles like two schoolgirls. And yes, boys, if you hear me, you do get the giggles like schoolgirls. Like <laughs> they will literally start laughing to the point where Jerry starts snorting and then Mikey starts laughing and then someone evidently knocks their microphone down. There's lit- It gets to the point where it's like, what the hell are we doing? But um, <laughs> it, it was funny because when I was kind of brought into the world of podcasting, I worked with Conrad when I first got into it. I did research for something to wrestle with, Bruce Pritchard. Mm -hmm. And so when I was doing research, Conrad and I had many conversations, and he is a tremendous person. And I kind of – I'm kind of on his – you know when they say in the NFL, well, this coach was under you know Bill Belichick's coaching umbrella, and they and yeah. they ended up getting head coaching jobs like Matt Coon, myself. Kind of, you're, exactly. You're kind of like the Sean Payton of uh, podcasting. There you go. 
Hey, I, I will never complain with that. He's definitely the Belichick and uh, Belichick slash Brady. I, I have nothing but love for him. But but yeah, he put so much time into his research, into his shows, and he really kind of rubbed that yeah. off on me. So I owe him a lot for for teaching me the ropes with with that. He's the uh, pod father, okay? I mean, like for 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 like, podcasters like me and you, we strive to be at 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 Conrad's level. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, well, the one thing I've I've come to realize is that, and it sounds wrong to say that no one will ever touch his level because anything's possible. Anything is possible. Okay. But at the end of the day, I think much like anything, podcasting is no different. There's a lot of competition and a lot of people are Mm -hmm. trying to jockey for downloads and downloads equal sponsors, sponsors equal revenue. So anytime you involve that kind of thing and money gets involved, it becomes very competitive. But you do it because you love to do it. And as Jerry always says, as soon as this loses its fun, we're done. And yeah. we're not trying to be him. We're not trying to be, you know, Vince Russo. We're not trying to be any other podcast out there. We're just being us. We're niche. Yeah. We're ECW and we're juvenile. But you know what? At the end mm-hmm. of the day, we love our listeners and they are loyal to us. And man, it's uh, it, it's it's well worth it. And like the thing about it is that you guys, your show that I look forward to it on a weekly basis and I'm so grateful for it because that it's a guaranteed laughing stock when I'm walking to work or let's say that I happen to be driving. This is no exaggeration. A few weeks back, um, it was the show with Jerry speaking about like the butthole tattoo. Like was it with, was it with like his wife? I think. Yeah, so speaking I, about that, it, 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 the way I remember the conversation, and, and it, it's funny because conversations on the phone with us bleed into the show, and oh it's God. so goofy. So he was, I guess, he was talking to his wife, and I guess they were talking about whether or not Jerry would get another tattoo. And his wife Pam is is tremendous, and and so is Angel, Mikey's wife, and and they yeah. have been on and. I think she was joking, ribbing him about getting another tattoo. And he said, oh, really? And she said, yeah, you should get a cat. And uh, your belly button should be its butthole. And it, <laughs> just something like that turned into the butthole candy thing. And uh. The housing industry is changing a lot, quickly. That's why we made the Freddie Mac Multifamily Podcast. We're bringing together industry leaders to talk about market trends. And the financing behind them. Subscribe and download wherever you get your podcasts. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Oh my God. And yeah, man. And like the thing about it is that, that I was literally driving down a major highway when that part played and, and, and that I was spitting out my drink. It was going through my nose and that I nearly turned, 
and I nearly turned right into like the next lane and I hit a car nearly. I nearly hit a car. Thank you, Jerry. And thank you, Mike. And thank you, Mikey. You guys damn near got me. Uh, <laughs> we, we, over did, and intro. <laughs> we didn't want to get you foobar. I mean, that would have been terrible. I mean, holy. Ca- see, see, here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> we we try to edit out some of the really ridiculous stuff. But you know what? Really? Oh. Tell me what the hell you edit out. Oh, if, 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 and that's the funny thing. So we've been having some people ask us if we would do Patreon and they would say, well, well, what else did we get to hear? My friend. Oh my God. There is stuff uncut, uncensored that we go into and some of it is just priceless. And we used to, we used to use some of it for best of shows. Yeah. So, but, uh, and here's the funny thing, not to interrupt you, but we were told, you know, as far as sponsors and marketing and, and demographics and everything, they said an hour for a podcast is about right. People can listen to it on their way to work, way home from work, and on their lunch break. We yeah. could go longer, but we didn't. We didn't want to get to the point where it was like, okay, now you're just trying to fill time. But the one thing yeah. we've realized is we're not filling time. We may start at 8.30 Eastern Standard, and we're still on our microphones at midnight oh my Eastern God. Standard Time. And Jerry has to get up, no joke, at 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> Literally, it's, it's, it's like a marathon. And, and so people said, would you guys ever start a Patreon so we can use all that vault stuff? So there are so much more that people yes. don't get a chance to hear because we have to cut it down to an hour. Oh my God. Yes. And like, dude, Mikey's voices are priceless as well. Okay. That's one of the main things that I love to hear is, uh, like the, like, like the last show, it was Robert Goulet, like the show prior. It was, uh, Shiki. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. That's funny as hell. And, and it's not like the Robert Goulet, like the regular one. It's the Will Ferrell doing Robert Goulet. Correct. And I'm like, oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my, my Mikey Whipwreck is the person who does the the impersonation of the person who's doing the impersonation. So so when he does when he does Jim Cornette, it's not Mikey Whipwreck doing Jim Cornette. It's Mikey Whipwreck doing Bruce Pritchard, who's doing Jim Cornette. God damn. Yes. Motherfucker, it, what's wrong with it's so it's so funny. But speaking of impersonations, I was trying to go down the list. It was yeah. I, I think I have it right here in my notes. Let me see where the heck did I put that. Anyway, it's um, he does Sandman, he does Terry Funk, he does Mick Foley and Cactus Jack. Uh, he does obviously Jim Cornette. He does Raven. Uh, who else has he done? Obviously Sheik. Do um, I look like a Rosenthal to you? Oh my God. When that, <laughs> that happened in a conversation when he was telling me about this. Cause I was doing a, I was doing some research and he goes, yeah, he goes, Paul God. And so we, we did a Paul Heyman episode. I think it was our first one. And yeah. it was funny because it's, he'll often say, you know, God, it's been so long. Ago, I don't really remember, but the minute you start talking about stuff, it just inherently brings up memories. Like, Oh, I forgot about this. And talking about Ron Simmons and not getting, you know, on the plane. And, Oh, it's just, 
but he's working on new <laughs> voices too, everyone. Oh my god. So there's there's gonna be more voices coming. So he didn't tell me exactly who. I think he's gonna just kind of drop it as a surprise. So now uh question. Are are you a fan of uh, 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 of like the Vince Russo brand? You know, I'll be honest, I didn't I haven't really heard a lot of it. Um okay. I know when he did Truth or Consequences with Matt Coon, I listened to that just because okay. I'm 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 friends with Matt Coon, who I think does an amazing job. Please, please, if you if anybody can hear my voice, you want to enjoy another wrestling podcast. Uh, total engagement with Matt Coon is so good. He's such a yes. great orator and he does great interviews. Follow him on Twitter because I'm a big I'm a big Matt Coon guy, but Outside of that, no, I have not heard a whole lot of Russo by himself. Are okay. you a big Russo guy? Uh, Vince Russo was actually the main reason why that I started podcasting, um, which like the crazy part about it is that uh, whenever whenever like my father passed away, um, I tried to kill myself and then I, I went into a nut house for for three days. Uh, the third day that I left the first podcast that I ever heard, it was called that's life from Vince Russo. Um, and that led me to becoming like a Russo brand member. Um, and that led me to listening to like the raw SmackDown review show. And, uh, Ben Hamim does a funny freaking Vince McMahon, um, (laughs) um, voice. And um, you would probably crack up hearing that, man. Uh, so, like, as soon as you're talking about like, the voices, that's like one of the first things like that popped in my head. Look up Vince, okay, okay, not Vince, but Vince, and you will laugh your ass off. Um, I'm just telling you. But no, man, like with um, le- like with Vince Russo, I'm very, very grateful for him. He is the one that he was like a big help, uh, like with me, with like with me getting like the courage to get my story out there. Like with me speaking, like with like with me having like my speech impediment, uh, Vince said to me, Chris, you have too powerful of a story for you to be stopped by physical limitations. So don't let that get in your way. So Vince, he put me on like his, uh, on on like his YouTube uh, brand page, then I was discovered by Mike Durban, which that I don't know if you know who Mike is, but uh, he but uh, but uh, he but uh, Mike he has a show on on a show on like the Russo brand called like the Mike Durban show, and Mike show my show to um the uh the the uh, main owner of the reality check podcasting network mr john wangland and and uh, john he's put me on like a platform like to where that i am able to literally thousands of people they hear me monthly so i mean 
which it's crazy how it all started with Vince and it led to all of this. So I'm very, very grateful. And, and like, and which, which that I know you've probably heard stories like with Matt and John, but I just want to like to let you know that I have nothing to do with that. Okay. I'm just, <laughs> because I'm sure you've heard the name John Wangland before. I, I have heard the name. Yes. So, uh, but like John, he is one of my best friends and no, I'm not going to fight battles for him, but John, he's been nothing but good to me. Matt. That's wonderful. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, I mean, like with Matt, um, Matt was, um, which, which, which I do have like a great Matt story re- real quick. Uh, and, that um lately that i've been needing a surgery for like my spinal stenosis which that i have um three rupture disc and one herniated disc um my health insurance they're refusing to cover the down payment for it so so like so like for three thousand dollars that that's what like my health insurance wants so basically vince russo started a thing on twitch where he was raising money for me um and uh matt coon he he tried to give me over five hundred dollars so yeah yeah so he can help me but one person outbetted him because they were selling vince russo's first uh, first ever painting and um and uh but but uh matt wasn't able like to give me like that 500 but because matt lost like the uh betting or like the uh or uh, for uh for like painting but matt still gave towards like my surgery fund and uh and uh matt was very very decent towards me when it came to that so i mean regardless of like the differences with with like with like with separate people and there's good in everyone so i just I mean, that I, that's something that I will be grateful for, like with Matt always, is that he was a big supporter of that for me. So, all right, that's my special Matt Coon story right there. Um, Wow. That is, I mean, and and that just, that just proves to you. I mean, there's so many people out there that you, you don't really know them until you sit down and talk to them. And I think Vince Russo honestly is, is misunderstood in a lot of ways. I think he gets way too much grief than he deserves. I think he's a a guy who came around in wrestling and and did his best to leave his mark and to give it his all. And I think he did. And I find it just to be interesting how everybody likes to dump on people when things don't go right. But it seems like they never want to give enough credit for when things go really well. It's only when things aren't going so hot that people get a lot of flack. But I think he has done a great job. I'm very happy for him. Um, you know mm-hmm. my love for Matt Coon. I think he's fantastic as well. So yes. just example of two good guys, and I'm so happy that they were to help you out. And think about this. You're here for a reason, my friend. 
I agree. You're here for a reason, and that reason, that journey is not over. And you have a powerful message, and you have the spirit and the fire and the desire to keep going. And I endorse that, and I support that 100%. And I'm very, very proud of you. Thank you, brother. And which I do appreciate it. And uh, which is kind of getting late right now, and that I don't want to hold you up because you, because you probably got work like within like the next few hours so something that i like to do is when i uh bring bring on like my special guest is that i normally have the inspired song of the week and then the michael bolton song of the week okay (laughs) okay i love michael bolton uh, okay okay like we're skipping the michael bolton song of the week (laughs) and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh mike you brother you you pick a song for us so we can go out on and like just let me know like whatever comes to your mind it, it, rap rock hip-hop uh country music brother pick one wow oh my gosh uh oh my god Oh my God, I'm on the spot here. I got like five different things that I'm running through my hand right now. But you know what? Let's do it ECW style. Let's go ahead and let's let's exit with the Sandman. Okay, that works. We're ladies and gentlemen, we are going to end this with the Metallica Sandman song. And uh how how appropriate. And uh, we could play maybe Jerry Lynn's death metal theme song, but Jesus Christ, no one, no one to know what the hell <laughs> is being said. Okay, and we love you, Jerry. And uh, and uh, Mikey, what what was Mikey's theme song? Uh, I love uh, chicken parm. Um, uh, (laughs) You know, that's a great question. Like, I feel really bad as uh, as a host of the show. I don't remember the the exact name of it, but um, the the WWE Network censored it. So I have no clue what the hell it is. Yeah, but uh, I like chicken parm. So if you can, isn't there one, is there a song that was on the Drew Carey show, Moon Over Parma or something to to that nature? Yeah, that's going to be the new Mikey Whipwreck song right there. Because there's Parma. Because there's, there's Parma, yes, and Ohio. he is the king of, yes, chicken parm. Yes, very, very nice. So, uh, Mike, before we go tonight, we uh, we are going to play like a song for you, but uh, do but do but do you have any last words? And do and do, and brother, what do you want to plug? Oh, wow. Um, just go ahead, and if you if you really like our show, you know, stick with us. We got a a lot of exciting things that are coming up. We are uh, still considering the whole Patreon thing. If you guys are interested in it, we got so much stuff that we want to release, but we just want to kind of gauge everyone's interest. You can find our show every single Wednesday on the MLW radio network, or you can just go ahead to our website, frmpod.com. Therefore you can find all of our information, reach out to us, send us a DM. We'd love to hear from our listeners as well. And support everybody in the podcast world. You know, none of us got here by ourselves. So I always say this is a a, a big joint effort to connect all the wrestling fans. So the Vince Russo fans, so the Matt Coon fans, so the Conrad fans, you know, if you like their stuff, there's there's so many ones. And a good friend of ours, Francine, just went ahead and she recently started hers up. So definitely, definitely check that out. 
our good friend, the blue meanie, uh, is, is so much fun. We, we just recently had him on again, check out his stuff for wrestling tees. So just support everybody and, and support your local wrestling as well. So that's, uh, that's all I got. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't forget like to take your blue chew and, um, and yes. no blue chew. They, they are not, no, they are not a, a sponsor of my show yet, but since they're one of Mike's sponsors, hell, why not? Hey, if you want to get big and veiny, my friend, because that's just the way it is. And we're not talking vascular like the ultimate warrior, Maybe <laughs> vascular down South. Make sure you take your blue chew, go to bluechew.com. Wow. Chew it and do it, right? Chew it and do it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, Hogan. oh God. I'm oh going to have to watch God. that tonight. Uh, yeah. Okay. And like, just make sure that it, like your vascular tool right there, that it doesn't take a nose dive. Make oh. sure that, that it goes up. Okay. You don't want it to go into places unknown. Let me just tell you really quick. I went to places <laughs> unknown before. Not good. Not oh good. Short punch to the ribs. Not a good idea. Oh my God. That's nasty. And just really, really quick though. <laughs> a great idea. Oh my God. <laughs> a a great shot let let mikey know this because mikey and jerry like they're both welcome on my show uh let mikey know this please that if you guys do like a patreon mikey please do a show with with characters that i mean jesus christ do like a baby chic show would be phenomenal i'm just saying well i mean I like you're, you're going to get some cheeky baby tomorrow morning. So I will give you a little uh, tease on that. We're going to be, uh, w- there's a lot of characters that come out tomorrow. I actually, we play a game and, uh, it's a combination of mixing in words with cutting promos in certain characters. So y- I think you're definitely going to like it, but more cheeky is, is definitely coming everyone's way. Very nice, ladies and gentlemen. See, you heard it first. We getting some more Shiki Baby, and which that I can't wait. But from the bottom of my heart, Mr. Mike Freeland, thank you so much for making time for us tonight. Because, brother, like I said, you are one of like the main people that help me get through my week, and you you guys bring a huge smile to my face. And like within like this past year, things they haven't been that things have been very, very difficult for me when it comes to like my marriage, when it comes to my bipolar disorder, when it comes to all that crap. So your podcast brings so much joy and it brings so much happiness for people. And my prayers are for you guys, for you guys to continue to keep going straight to the top where you guys belong. So like just, uh, that if there that if there is anything that we can do like to help you at the reality check podcast network let us know and we will we will uh plug the shit plug the shit out of your show so you I ain't gonna worry about it. that Hey, hey! So, t- t- tomorrow morning, or when when whenever the show drops on Wednesdays, do me a big favor. Can you do me a big yes, favor? Uh, don't yes, drink sir. hot coffee. 
don't, don't, don't. Just go ahead and put it in a cup holder. Maybe use a straw. Um, I don't know. I, I, after hearing that story about uh, somebody also told a similar story. They said they went off the road and they 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 wrecked into somebody's fence and went into their garden. And then after work, they had to like go back and mend the fence. And they still owe the property owners oh you know, flowers and mulch. And so the three of us. The big jerk offs that we are, we're sitting around going, there's no way. There's no way. Yeah, way. So, everybody, <laughs> yeah. please be careful when driving, listening to the ridiculousness of what our yeah. show is, because I, I don't want to see anything bad happen to your vehicle or anyone get injured. And, and like, just really quick, Mikey Whiffrag, brother, because like you're probably going to hear this. You bitch about people not using like the promo. Oh, wait, 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 You you bitch about people using like the promo codes for your t-shirts. You gotta realize that we need those few bucks so we can pay for those repairs because of your show. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good so, hey, everyone use the coupon. Screw Mikey. Use the coupon. <laughs> it's them off. That's what I tell people. Use it. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you, and you guys have a safe, blessed, joyous, and happy night. Thank you. All right, bye-bye.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and children of all ages, thank you so much for being such wonderful supporters of the Inspired Podcast. You guys are truly awesome and which I consider every single one of you a family member. And with that said, as a family, we all need to help each other out. Whenever one is fallen, we need to reach over and help pick them up, which brothers and sisters, I'm one of those people that are falling right now, meaning I have medical condition called spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease, which means that I have three ruptured discs. That's right. There's times where my wife has to physically get me out of bed just to dress me so I can go to work. And there's times where she has to bathe me and there's times where she has to clean me because I messed myself due to hurting so bad. And like the main thing guys is that I need surgery. My insurance, they're being buttheads right now. They are asking for $3,000 down. The God honest truth guys is that I don't have it. So what I'm asking for you to do is please help me by donating to my surgery fund. If you would like to donate, please go to my Twitter page at IamCHM911 and please click on my supportful page. And so far, we have raised over $1,000 of our $3,000 goal. We are almost there, guys. Please, every little bit helps. And all I simply want to do is be the best father, be the best husband, and be the best man of God that I'm made to be. All I'm asking for is to be able to, to, to wake up pain-free. You guys can help me do that. So please, if you are interested, please go to my Twitter page and click on my supportful link. Every little bit helps from a dollar to a hundred dollars to a thousand dollars. I'm grateful no matter what. So guys, thank you so much. My family will be grateful. Thank you. God bless you and have a wonderful day or night whenever you're listening to it. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on? You have John Wanglin, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at, is Khabib Namagamadov versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets. 
Are you interested in spirituality and the paranormal? Do you enjoy having conversations about social issues and current events with a balanced and spiritual perspective? Are you intrigued by ancient prophecies and mysteries of the past or just unraveling modern-day conspiracy theories? If so, I would like to invite you to come on a journey with me on my show, The Spirit Side, available on all the major podcast platforms. I'm Paul James Caden, and I hope to see you there.